Good morning and welcome to a Saturday morning, December the 18th edition of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And we're delighted you've joined us today uh, for this weekend edition uh, of the Christian Underground News Network. We, of course, are looking forward, as most of our listeners are, to uh, next weekend, which is going to be uh, officially the Christmas uh, observation of, of Christ's birth. And uh, we celebrate that every year in this country, and, uh, and as well as many other countries do the same. We're looking forward to that. Uh, but in, in light of that, uh, we decided to do a special Christmas edition this weekend in case we are not able to uh, fit a podcast in for next weekend. Uh, if we're able to do that, we, of course, will do that. But it's going to be kind of a busy time, so we hope you'll bear with us to understand if, if we're not with you next Saturday. Uh, but we will be talking about the greatest gift ever given to mankind today, and that is the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in Bethlehem. And... Uh, we're going to be concentrating on just how significant an, an event that was and why it's so important to not just us Christians, but to everyone in the world. That's right. Wherever you're listening from, whether it be the 31 countries that we have tuned in or, so, or elsewhere, this message is for you. Yeah. And it is important to you. And we wanted to share this today with you. And, and Pastor Dick, uh, without any further ado, I'm going to pass the microphone over to you. And uh, if you would please, sir, uh, share with us the greatest gift ever given. Well, we're, the greatest gift that we were ever given uh, began in eternity past in God's mind. All right. The book of Acts says in chapter 15, verse 18, for known unto God were all his works from the beginning. Yes. Yeah. It's hard, we can't understand the mind of God because he's eternal and, and we're not. Um, so um, I, I thought we'd, Curtis, I thought we'd go through, uh, we'll be in Matthew chapter 1. And we're going to talk about the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who has come to seek and to save that which was lost. And that's us. And he came, he sought us and he bought us. And, and uh, uh, in a subsequent podcast, we're going to talk about, and probably next Saturday, if we're on, um, on redemption, because that's what Christmas is all about. It really is. Yeah. It really is about uh, how God redeemed us uh, from the marketplace of sin and gave us eternal life. And uh, so now here's how it happened. We'll be in Matthew chapter one for most of the time, Curtis. Um, I'm not going to read all of chapter one, but I'm going to tell our people to uh, our listeners to uh, open their Bibles. And, uh, and the first uh, 17 verses uh, of chapter one of Matthew 
um, is about the genealogy yeah. of the Lord Jesus Christ. A lot of information contained oh, in there. Oh my goodness, well, I could I could preach forever. A lot of history. Just taking the names from this and preaching oh, on wow. the names in this, and so. Uh, I'll begin reading uh, with verse 1, and it says, The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Now, why would he say that? <laughs> why these two names? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Jesus was what nationality? Yeah, he was Jewish. He was Jewish. Yeah. And and what most people don't really know, uh, uh, and the only reason I know it is because I've been studying this for for 55 years uh, since I've been in the ministry. And and Abraham, Abraham was the very first Jew. He is the patriarchal father. He is the father. Now, how would I know that? Because, well, because the first time that the word Hebrew was ever used in the Bible was way back in Genesis chapter 14. Yeah, that's right. Verse 13, right. where he is called Abraham the Hebrew. Yep. And so Abraham is the father of the Jewish nation. Yep. Everything, every Jew came from Father Abraham. Now, why is David mentioned? Because he was the first king. Now, first Jewish king. Now understand this. There was a king in Israel before David, and his name was King Saul. But he was not legitimate. But really. he, he was not a legitimate one because he was chosen by the people for his, uh, for his size. He was a tall man and he was, and he was um, uh, well-spoken. He was good looking and say, boy, this, this guy is the one that, uh, and he was pretty smart. And, and so, uh, without going into all the details, you can read about it in the first Samuel, but, uh, uh, Saul was chosen by the people, but David was chosen by God. Yeah. And why? Because he was direct descendant of Abraham. And it says, Abraham begat Isaac, Isaac begot Jacob and Jacob begat Judas and his brethren. And it's from here on, um, there's a whole list of names that are in the legal genealogy of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can talk about his biological genealogy in Luke chapter 3, and that's rather an extended when his genealogy goes from Mary back. And uh, this goes from, from Abraham forward. And so uh, let's go to... Um, Matthew chapter 1, verse 17, it says, So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14. Yeah. 14 generations. And from, and from David, under the carrying away unto Babylon, there's a lot of history there. The Jews were scattered and they were in captivity to Babylon. And so from, from David until the carrying away unto Babylon are 14 generations. And from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. How about that? Yep. Isn't that neatly done? That's how God does things. That's right. And, and then we come to our key verse, all right? 
the key verse here is that, well, they're all key verses. Verse one was a key verse. Yeah. Tells us about uh, Abraham being the first Jew and David being the, the uh, first legal king uh, of Israel. And when Jesus was born, he was born as the king of the Jews. And so it says here in verse 18, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. Here's how it happened. Many of you are familiar with this because it gets read in your churches on Christmas, uh, Christmas day, you know, whether, or, or on the Sunday before Christmas usually. And this verse is read and this passage is read. Now we're going to, go a little bit more in detail uh, in this passage than you would get in your ordinary church service. And I'm not saying that because I'm boasting or proud or anything like that. And I'm not being, uh, I don't want to be critical or anything like that, but there's so much in this that, that is never preached. And then there's some of it that's preached very incorrectly. And we'll come to that just a minute. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother, Mary, was a spouse to Joseph, that is engaged. And, and when you're talking about the Hebrew wedding, as soon as they get engaged, that's as good as tying the knot. That's it. In the, in the old Jewish right. uh, tradition. So Mary was espoused to Joseph. And, he's, and it says this, when, when as his mother, Mary, was espoused to Joseph, before they came together. Now, what in the world does that mean? Before they had sexual intercourse. There was no conjugal uh, visit. No, right. there, was, there was no sex. Right. Yeah. So before they came together, and that's what that means, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Joseph, Mary's pregnant. What did you do? Well, he didn't do anything. And it says, and so, so jo- by the way, Joseph is one of my heroes in the Bible. Joseph, and here's why. It says this, then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example was minded to put her away privily. In other words, hide her so the people would not know that she was pregnant because after all, the knot had not, the, the marriage knot had not been tied yet. And so he was, what a, what a great man this Joseph was. He loved that woman. Now, so let's pause for a moment, can we? And we're going to if you, <laughs> you notice Curtis didn't answer me. No, 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 he didn't. Okay. So, rhetorical question. Why was it necessary for Jesus to be born of a virgin, a woman who had never had a sexual encounter with a man? Oh, oh. Oh, 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 okay. I you, you, okay. I know. I know. Lay it on me. Well, if you look at the book of Romans, uh, that'll be explained rather, rather neatly and nicely. Well, you started. Tell us. 
for by one man, Adam, sin entered into the world, and so death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. sinned. So if Jesus Christ had been the product of a mortal man and a mortal woman, that's correct. Which he was not. Which he that's conceived right. of the Holy Ghost. That's right. Then he would have automatically been born into the marketplace of sin, just like you and I have been. Absolutely. And therefore, he could not have been what God planned him to be all along, which was the perfect, complete, total, blameless propitiation or payment for our sins as he hung on the cross and yeah, and died. Yeah. First Corinthians chapter two says that talks about Jesus who he who knew no sin That's right. became sin for us That's right. that we might be made the righteousness of God he in was, him. He could not have been born of man. Yeah, that's right. He could not have been born of man. He because he would have received the sin nature that's that it. Adam passed along from time immemorial Absolutely. until this very, very day. That's right. All of us are born into sin. That's all right. of us. For as in Adam all die, uh, even so in Christ shall all men be made alive. Mm-hmm. And so and so Jesus had to have been born of a virgin. Now, do you think that Jesus, uh, do you think that Joseph knew this? <laughs> Not immediately. And it's explained in verse uh, 20. <laughs> You're getting ahead of me. You, you, you would think we had rehearsed this, but you would think so. Yeah, you would but think we so. Have not. Yeah, but as, as, <laughs> as father and son, you've known all these things for a long time because your dad was a Sunday school teacher, a pastor, and so forth. And, and so uh, this is not, is not new to you, but it might be new yes. to a lot of people. Yes. Yeah. So Joseph was really, I think, a hero in this respect. So that's why Jesus had to be born of a virgin. Now, how else would Joseph have known this? Well, again, in verse 20, it explains how he. Uh, oh, let me go back further. Oh, that. yes. Well, you, yes. Huh? I think I know where you're going. You know where I'm going with this, don't I'm you? I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's go back to one of the Old Testament prophets. Probably. Well, you could go to Micah, but you're probably going to. Uh, I'm going to Isaiah. Yeah, yeah, that's what. I'm, yeah. Isaiah chapter seven. Yeah, okay. Verse fourteen. <laughs> yeah, and it says this, and it's as plain as the nose on my face, and I, my nose is not real prominent. Curtis. Oh, yes, it is. Okay, very good. <laughs> That's my German ancestry. It says, therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Now, the Bible says the Jews require a sign. That's part of their national heritage. They needed a sign. But the Greeks seek after wisdom. So, this, this verse was given to the Jewish nation primarily but to the world as a whole it says therefore the lord himself shall give you a sign behold 
a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which is to say God with us. That leads me to John chapter 1, where it says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word became flesh. And in the 14th verse, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, not begotten of Joseph. Full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. I've written a booklet entitled Full of Grace and Truth. We may offer it on our website one of these days. But uh, we'll see. So, so it, this was a prophecy. So Joseph, being a just man, you know what word means just? He was a believer. Yes. That's what it means. Yeah. You were justified by faith. That's, right. that's, how we're, that's how we become just, by believing. And so Joseph was a believer and probably was familiar with the uh, with uh, Isaiah seven fourteen, and probably at the first, she said he was saying, "What what happened here?" And then, and then he remembered, "Oh my goodness!" And he had one of those flat foreheaded moments, Curtis, where he probably smacked his forehead <laughs> with the palm of his hand and says, "Oh my goodness, that's from Isaiah. Mary's the one." Wow. And here's why I think that he did this. In verse 20, Matthew chapter 1, it says, But while he thought on these things, he probably said, What's going on here, God? Yeah. You know that I didn't have sex with this woman, and she knows that I didn't have sex with her, and yet here she is, pregnant. She's Mr. Period. I mean, my goodness. What's going on? So while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Now, folks, don't go by dreams today. You understand the, the scripture wasn't complete when uh, when this happened. And, uh, and so it says, while he thought on the, these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, now, he was reminding him. Now, David was not Joseph's father. Right. He was over, over 28 generations away. Yeah. So what, what was he saying? He said, you're a descendant of the first king of Israel. Now, this is a signal to Joseph saying, wow. Yeah. Is this the king of the Jews that's going to be born? And, and uh, he said... Fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Oh, isn't that amazing? God planted the seed. Man didn't. Right. And we already talked about that. And it says, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. And that means Jehovah Savior. For he shall save his people from their sins. Now that's the whole purpose of Jesus coming into the world. Now before there was Jesus, the Jews had to make all kinds of offerings at the altar. 
in the tabernacle, mm -hmm. in the temple. That's right. Blood offerings. That's right. So all this stuff that happened in the book of Leviticus, by the way, uh, and that would require a good reading because all the feasts of Israel are, are, are in the book of Leviticus. And, and so they were doing all of these things looking forward to the coming of the Messiah. And now, bingo, he's coming and Mary is bearing the Savior. It says, she shall bring forth a son. So she hadn't brought him forth yet. And you shall call his name Jesus because he shall save his people from their sins. Do you know that uh, the, the apostle Paul states very plainly in the book of Corinthians that the gospel was to, to, was to be to the Jew first and also to the Greek. He came to sa save his people first. If you're a Jew and you're listening, Listen to this. This is for you. It's for everybody. But particularly, because he shall save his people from their sins. And then it says in verse 22, Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet. And we've already told you where that was. Saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. And so right according to God's word, hundreds of years before this, it's happening. Yeah. Wow. Merry Christmas. And then it says this, then Joseph. Now here's why he's <laughs> kind of my hero. <laughs> I, I, I try to put myself in Joseph's place. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife. The angel said, marry her. That's right. Mary, Mary. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That wasn't too cute, was it? <laughs> All right. Mar you marry her. And isn't this interesting? And this brings up something else I've been wanting to say for a long time. And I've said it before and I've been castigated for it. And, and, uh, but I'm going to tell you what the scripture says. So verse 24, uh, he, he took unto him his wife and knew her not, not till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And he called his name Jesus. Now, there's some stuff in here, Curtis, that I want to say. All right. Um, you know, and I know, because we've studied things, that there is a particular so-called Christian religion, a group of people that call uh, Mary the eternal version. And folks, let me tell you, if you're a Romanist, you're wrong. You're wrong. And when you say Holy Mary, Mother of God, and you're worshiping the eternal virgin or a statue thereof, you're wrong. And here's how I know this. This verse says he knew her not till. Till 
she brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Now let's look at some other scriptures. Uh, first of all, how can I say, how can I possibly say this to you that that uh, Mary was not an eternal virgin? How can you say that, Dick? Well, I, I just said this verse of scripture. Yeah. Yeah. He had sex with Mary after after the birth of Jesus Christ. Right. He knew her not. That is a con in a conjugal way. Well, prove that. Prove that he had sex with her. Oh, you want proof? I, as I sure do. Uh, for what saith the scriptures? Is that what you're going uh, by? That's where I'm going with this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, let's look at uh, uh, the Gospel of of uh, John. Or no, no, no. We're staying. We'll stay in Matthew chapter thirteen. Mm -hmm. Matthew chapter thirteen. Wow. I love. I just about messed that up. Hmm. Matthew chapter 13. Now, I'm not, I'm not giving an opinion here. I'm telling you <coughs> what the Bible said. Let's see. I'm trying to find a verse, Curtis. Hang on. Here it is. And, and it's talking about, um, oh, there were some parables in Matthew. Uh, the parable of the field and the good seed and so forth. Uh, and when he, when he was come into his own country, that is Jesus, he, he taught them in their synagogue in so much that they what, were. What reference are you? Matthew chapter 13, mm -hmm. verse 54. Okay. 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 And so much that they were astonished and said, whence hath this man, this wisdom and these mighty works. And so they were saying, Oh my, oh my goodness. What, who does he think he is? Who is this smart aleck thinking he is? Because uh, understand this, uh, these are the parables of the kingdom that he's given them, and he's, and he's prophesying himself as a king. And they said, is this not the carpenter's son? So that tells you what Joseph was. Joseph was a carpenter. And, and, uh, so, and by the way, these men taught their sons as apprentices That's right. how to earn a living. And Joseph apparently did that with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so they said, hey, this guy, we've seen him build some stuff. Yeah, probably. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's this, of course, but um, it makes sense. He was the carpenter's son. That means he, he was a builder, too. He, he handles a saw and a hammer and nails pretty doggone well. Yeah. So who is he to tell us about all of this stuff? Huh. So it says, is not this the carpenter's son? Is not that is not his mother called Mary? And his brethren, what? Yeah, well, he had brothers. He had brothers? Jesus had brothers. And his brethren, James and Joseph and Simon and Judas, they're named there. <coughs> There's four brothers. How did they come? Did they come by a virgin birth? And if they did, Curtis, let's be logical here. Then either then any of the four of them could have died on a cross and died for our sins That's because right. they, they would have been sinless also. Right. And maybe the sisters too. Maybe they could have. How about that? They yeah. would have they would have been born. But sinless. Jesus had sisters too. Oh it says so. It says so in verse 56 of Matthew 13. And his sisters, are they not all? With us, whence then hath this man 
all these things. Yeah, so those two verses kind of indicate that that uh, Mary and Joseph had quite an active, active sex, sex life. life. So Mary was not an eternal virgin. Obviously not. Obviously not. And so, therefore could not be worshipped as such. Exactly. Exactly. So well, well, a lot of people ask me, when was Jesus born? Well, if you got to understand uh, something, the Jewish calendar is different than the uh, yes. than the calendar we have, the Western Gregorian calendar that we have today. Right. The Jewish calendar was based on the lunar year, and it contained 360 days. The Gregorian calendar is based upon the solar year. How many times the Earth circles uh, the Earth circles the Sun? Yeah. and that's 365 and a half days. That's right. Wait a minute. If we celebrate Christmas on the 25th, is that the last day of the lunar year? Oh my goodness. Isn't that interesting? Now, I'm just saying this, uh, and and uh, I, I don't know why anybody chose the 25th of December, but isn't it interesting that that's what the day that we celebrate Christmas? Okay, let's go back to Matthew 13. It says, Whence then hath this man all these things? How in the world can a carpenter know all this stuff? Well, folks, he was God. He was God in the flesh. And he came to save his people from his sins. And now with that, we'll take about a half an hour break and finish this in our second episode of the day. Be right back.